You are now listening to the Brown Girl podcast hosted by the Brown Girl herself, Taylor Janae. Okay, if you are listening to this, go ahead and do me a favor and leave me a review. If you are listening through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whatever you are listening to this podcast on, go ahead and leave me a review. Thank you you (laughs) but it would be me that something would malfunction and like stick the robot hand up my butt or something stupid so hey hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the brown girl I am just so happy that the days are getting longer and the weather is feeling better, okay? um, It's not exactly consistent where I live at, which it never really is where I stay. It's, it's, so it could be like hot one day and then freezing cold the next. But the low, <laughs> like the low temperature that we've normally been getting is rising. And it's like my favorite time of the year. I love fall and spring weather, like those in-between seasons I absolutely love. But one thing that I really miss with the warmer weather is going to the beach at night. I miss it so much. I don't think it's anything that's more relaxing than climbing up to one of the life can. Life can. Let's try that again. Climbing up onto one of the lifeguard stands, just sitting there listening to the sound of the waves the wind like smacking your face it's just so feels so good how you a little little bottle of wine with you bro i'm telling you like top 10 feelings in the world and i'm so excited because the weather is finally getting back to that beach nights i hold dear to my heart (laughs) okay because the sound of the water is just so like it goes crazy every time it's not a lot of things that can top the sound of the water for me like, that's what it is. Cool. Quick warning, y'all. So, I was actually reading this the other day. A lot of people have at-home COVID tests now. Um, And there is something in it called, I believe I'm saying it right, sodium azide. And pretty much it's something that's not good for you if ingested. Um, If you properly use the test, you won't have any issues. But um, just to ensure that you do, I feel like it's definitely worth noting that this is something that exists. Um, yeah, it's not good for you. So they say make sure, you know, you keep the test away from children and make sure you are handling the test properly when it comes to using it and then disposing of it properly as well. Because if ingested, it can hit you with some nasty symptoms. And the thing that worried me most about it was a lot. Some of the symptoms, I feel like if somebody actually tested positive for COVID, in your mind, you could be telling yourself, like, these are the symptoms that are due to COVID, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why you're starting to feel this way. When in reality, you know, you mishandled the test and you ingested this and you actually need to go see a doctor. So I say all that, just say this, just make sure that you're being super careful and um, using the test the way that you're supposed to use the test because there's something in it that is not good for you. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Where are we living in? It's just super crazy right now. Another thing, just to piggyback off of that, did y'all know that there was people out here living with something that they're calling long COVID? So it's not super common, but there are people out here who 
have been dealing with really, really bad COVID symptoms since they've had it um, for weeks, months. And I believe somebody even said for at least a year. And what's bad about it is when it comes to working their jobs, they're still not, quote unquote, well enough to go back to work. But since this is something that's not super common or anything like that, a lot of their jobs don't have anything to offer them when it comes to this particular situation. So a lot of people are in really, really tough financial binds because they're not well enough to go back to work. Um, But even though technically their like quarantine period is up, they're still feeling the effects like crazy. It's called long COVID where that's what they were calling it in the article that I was reading. They were referring to it as long COVID. Um, So you can actually look that up and read more about it. But that was crazy to me because and it made me remember seeing this video of this girl who said that while she had COVID a while ago, her taste never fully came back. But it's not like, oh, okay, she can't taste anything. It got to the point now where when she actually eats stuff, it tastes and smells like sewage to her. So it was really difficult for her to eat, of course, because everything she ate tasted like raw sewage. Like she was explaining how like bad it was for her and it had never really come back. Once again, this is something that's also not super common, but there are people out here that are just really going through it when it comes to COVID. So, yeah, just remember that. I mean, everything is not it's not over. Um we've definitely become like more lax and everything with it, which is, you know, it was bound to happen at some point in time anyway. So, okay, cool. But just keep in mind that it's still out here really like hitting a lot of people hard and really, really ruining some things for people. I say that. So that's crazy. Um, speaking of crazy. All right. So when it comes to flying, right. If you ask anybody what's the worst airline to choose, pretty much everybody's going to say Spirit. And they probably all going to say it at the same time. Um, and they might shake you a little bit after they say it to warn you to never get on this flight, right? Okay, cool. Well, Spirit actually has a sister cousin as well called JetBlue. So if somebody ever suggests one of those airlines to you, they really don't like you. They just don't know how to tell you. Right. It's probably all a part of a master plan to get rid of you because I can't think of anybody that would actually verbally say like, hey, you should get on one of these flights. Right. They don't care about you. They don't care about your life. It's up for them when you see them forever. It needs to be on site every time you see them because they clearly don't care about your life at all. That's a very dangerous person to be around. Anyway, JetBlue, right, pretty much had a pilot who was removed from the cockpit cockpit. That was like a crazy word for me to trip up on. <laughs> Child. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got to grow up one day. One day. It's not going to be today, but one day. Okay. The pilot was removed from the cockpit um, and told officials that he had about seven to eight drinks. Pretty much what happened was um, a TSA agent noticed that something was off. While this particular pilot was passing through security. Um, so I guess they they described him as being impaired. So I guess they, you know, alerted whoever they alerted. And yeah, lo and behold, the the pilot had been drinking. Um, his blood alcohol level was 0.17. 
And yeah, it's, um, that's nuts. That's nuts. I don't even know how I would feel because I feel like in that moment, I'm pretty sure they probably had to get another pilot. Okay. But in that moment, of course, I don't, I highly doubt that they shared this information with the people that were on the flight. Right. Cause I mean, at that point it's kind of like, well, what, what, what can you do about it? You know what I'm saying? They're not going to let them fly. Okay. But, um, it came that close. <laughs> it came that close. For one, I'm really annoyed with the pilot because, why why like just why why and then the fact that you so readily shared the information that you had been drinking and then the amount of drinks that you had you knew that it wasn't okay so I would have rather you just snitched on yourself before getting on the plane not after like you actually had every intention to get in there and fly you for real you serious very confusing to me and then I'm trying to think of how I would feel as a passenger, right? Who, after the fact, so after I get flown to where, I, you know, I'm my destination or whatever, I end up seeing this article and realize that it was my flight where the person was about to fly and they were under the influence. Like, how do you, how do you feel about that? Because at that point, I mean, it's nothing you could do. It's already over, but it's just like. Bro, what? If that don't discourage you to never take those airlines again, I don't really know what will. When it comes to air travel, though, right, how do y'all feel about, like, in the future, flying cars and that being a main um, way of travel? How do y'all feel about that? Like, how are y'all, is that something that y'all would do? Me, personally, it's a no for me. I think it's... For right now, as far as my mind will let me think and consider, it'll always be a no for me, right? I don't see that happening for me. And people say that air travel is one of the safest travels. Yeah, for right now, where you got planes and, you know, some stuff like that. But for it to become commonplace for people to get in their car and fly wherever their destination is, I don't see that being safe at all. And then it's like, how do you regulate when it comes to um pulling somebody over or you know something like that and it's a lot of different variables that would have to be worked out before that became a main way of travel anyway but in my mind I'm just trying to come up with if I would do that and I think the answer is no I think it's a no for me one of my favorite shows growing up used to be Dexter's Laboratory that's one of my favorite shows and I used to always look forward to like a, how advanced they were in that show. But it wasn't like the flying cars or anything like that that intrigued me. The thing that I want, and I still think about it to this day when I have days that make me feel like this. The thing that I was really interested in was um, the machine that he had that would pretty much prepare him for bed. It would, you know, shower him. It would put his clothes on, put him in bed, tuck him in bed. Like, I, that's what I'd be wanting so bad, especially on the nights where it's just been a super long day. All I'd be wanting for, that's all I'd be wanting is, like, bro, I wish something could just, like, wash me, oil me down, and put me in bed. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> that's all I want. But it would be me that something would malfunction and, like, stick the robot hand up my butt or something stupid. So, uh, you know, I ain't going <laughs> to, if that invention came about, that's something that I would definitely still hold off on for a little bit, but it, it is what it is.
<laughs> oh, embarrassing story real quick. Rob is just, <laughs> of course, me talking about a robot hand being stuck in my butt made me think about this, right? Dreams. I'm having crazy dreams again, y'all. Real weird, random dreams. So this particular time, I was at, so the other day I was at my mom's house, right? And um, you could tell everybody was tired because everybody took a nap. So my sister was in her room. Me and my mom was on the couch. My mom kind of like laid over and she was like, you know, kind of, she was going to take her nap or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just take a nap real quick because they had somewhere to go in a little bit. So I'm like, before I leave the house, I'm going to take one real quick while I'm here too. So I'm kind of sleepy too, right? Um, Taking a nap. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody has, if anybody like talks in their sleep, right? Sometimes if you're not a super, super heavy sleeper, when you do something in your sleep, whether you talk, you fart, you burp, you cough, whatever it is, it makes you kind of get into this level of you're not like, oh, I'm up and at them. But it, you kind of wake yourself up, low key, you know, before you, OK, I'm going to go back to sleep type thing. Right. So I had one of those moments. So at this point, my mom and my sister were back up because my mom's about to take my sister to work. <laughs> so. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I set my clock on my phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm still just going to continue to nap until my alarm go off because I know once I leave here, I still got a bunch of other stuff that, that needs to get done. Like, I got to do. I'm not finna rush to go do any of those things, right? Okay, cool. So, what woke me up? First of all, I had a dream about somebody that I used to um, talk to. Very random person to be in my dream, right? Didn't, I didn't like that at all, That <laughs> the fact that they was there. <laughs> And I don't even remember what was happening in my dream, but obviously it was something because, y'all, why did I let out like a small moan? <laughs> and that's what woke me up. <laughs> and when I was in, like my eyes are still closed, but I kind of came to consciousness a little bit to realize that like at this point, my mom and my sister are both in the living room because they're about to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like they just waiting for her. I guess the clock to strike a certain time or whatever. They're about to leave so that <laughs> my sister can get to work on time. And immediately I did like a little, <clears throat> like a little cough or something after it to make it like, I guess, max the noise. <laughs> so it's <was> like, <laughs> it's too much going on because on one hand, I'm like, Taylor, what the freak? And then my immediate reaction to the moan is like, okay, it was almost delayed because yes, I moan, but at the same time, I'm pissed because why is this nigga my dream? That's what really like had me tight. But then in all my, all this happened within really a matter of seconds, realized what I did, started making other noises, try to mask it. I do not know if they caught what happened. I have no idea. Nobody said anything to me about it. But in that very moment, I'm embarrassed as crap because I'm legit. It's like a <clears throat> try to cover it real quick. <laughs> like, what the freak? I don't know, y'all. They already know my dreams be super random anyway. But that one pissed me off because of who it was. Then in the same breath, what the freak was going on in that dream? Because I forgot the dream. I forgot the dream, and that and that at that moment, the only thing that was on my mind was covering up the fact that I'm sitting here moaning. Ridiculous, right? My mom says I used to talk. I used to have moments where I used to talk in my sleep sometimes. Sydney used to do it too, and it used to be so funny because then she would kind of be like smiling or whatever after, and you kind of you catch yourself looking like, well, what? 
What the freak, you know what I'm saying? You got going on. Weird, right? But anyway, <laughs> that, was, that was different. That was a very different situation, right? Okay, so something else that's very different is something that I just recently added to my bucket list. And it's very different for me because, well, first let me start by saying I cannot swim. So let's start by saying that this in order for me to accomplish this thing that I've added to my bucket list, I have to accomplish little things beforehand, like being comfortable actually diving in water, scuba gear or not. So it's this place called Florida Keys Underwater Lodge. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a hotel underwater. You have to um, scuba dive to get there and then you can get in there or whatever and you're there. Of course, it has a window so you can see, you know, different sea life or whatever, um, like swimming past where you are. And then there's also information in there where you can order food to you. So I guess they'll have other divers or whatever come and deliver the food to you once you're in there. But I just, oh, after watching the videos and seeing different pictures, I'm just extremely intrigued and I want to do it. Which is surprising for me because I don't fool with water like that. Drowning is actually one of my worst fears. I can't remember. I feel like I did. I can't remember if I told y'all a story about when I almost drowned when I was younger. But it was so long ago. But it legit still scares the crap out of me. I like I don't. I don't fool with that. My friend always laughs at me because I always say like I feel like if I'm ever in a life or death situation, I'm gonna know how to swim immediately. And it's like <laughs> I feel like it's something in me that's just gonna kick in and. I'm going to be going, my little feet going to be flapping. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna, <laughs> I'm going to be Michael Phelps. Like, that's just what's going to happen. <laughs> but I don't know. Water just makes me very nervous. And that's something, I guess, that I should I should make sure that I overcome. But I definitely will have to if I plan on um, going to the underwater lodge. It's just so sweet. I love stuff like that. I feel like different experiences like that are always on my list. Like the, um, I can't remember where the location is, but the ice bar. So where everything is made of ice. I definitely want to do that. It's this place in, I feel like this restaurant is in Europe. It's called, called Opaque. And pretty much it is a dining experience where you actually dine in the dark. Like it's pitch black. And I guess it's supposed to be really different because, of course, some of your senses rely on other senses to make things what it is, right? So, you know how you can smell something, you can almost taste it, like that type thing. But, so one of your senses is completely gone, so you're not judging the food on what it looks like, what anything, blah, 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 blah. It's all strictly on, like, what it tastes like. And it's just something different, like, you are dining in complete darkness. Like, stuff like that seems so weird, but I'm very interested like all of these are things that are on my bucket list my bucket list is not just oh I want to skydive or it's just something I want to do but it's more I'm very experience based like I want to experience a lot of different things in my lifetime with the people I love like that's my that's my my thing that's what I want to do so yeah, I got a new thing. I feel like I haven't added anything new onto my bucket list in forever. I see places all the time where I'm like, okay, you know, I can go there. But nothing that I would consider a bucket list activity. This is considered a bucket list activity because I don't, me and water don't don't mess like that. I'll get in the pool all day long, you know, feel the water, feel good, playing it, blah, blah, blah. But I know what feet 
<laughs> I'm gonna stay in. I'm not going past this, a certain amount. Treading water. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. So I watched um to you know stray away from what I was talking about. I went ahead and finished finally finished watching Medea's Homecoming. And y'all, it is funny. It's funny. A lot of people had a lot of things to say about it. It's on Netflix for those who are interested in watching. But it is funny. Few few notes, right? For one, the snippet I feel like everybody has seen of Tyler Perry actually acting like Beyonce, you know, for her um, Coachella performance is actually very random. It comes at the very end. So I don't want you watching this like, well, dang, where's the part at? It's at the very end when the when the movie is actually over. It's something that he clearly just wanted to do because it's not necessary to the plot of the story at all. So let's just say that. For two, the transitions were very weird. And this one only makes sense if you watch it so you can know what I'm talking about. They were very weird transitions. <laughs> I didn't understand it. It made it. I don't know. I feel like it knocked the value down a little bit almost. It was just, why are you doing this? It made it almost like this is a PowerPoint presentation. That's what it, it was given. PowerPoint presentation transitions. That was weird. So that's two. Third thing, um, the part about um, speaking briefly about the police and what defunding the police means was so off base like it was terrible I, his views and I'm sure this is just his personal views on this they suck and they're just so ignorant a lot of the things were so ignorant and I was just sitting there kind of in shock because I'm like what the comments were weird like everybody's out here screaming defund the police but who do you call when you in a crisis or so you just want it, it to be a lawless land and I'm like nigga what are what are you even saying what are you talking about what like what are you what are you talking about it's just yeah that part was really almost shocking because I'm kind of like okay you know that was that was just a very weird part for me um but after that you know what I'm saying the rest of the movie was was cool it was actually funny I watched it with my sister that could have been part of it that made it even funnier but no, it was cool. I felt like you should. It is something that you should watch with somebody else. Because there's plenty of moments of like something happened that I, I missed or I wasn't paying attention to. And she would catch it. So we would around it, watch it again, laugh super hard. Or something that I would catch. And, you know, she wasn't paying attention to. So I feel like comedies are meant to watch with somebody else anyway. I don't think comedies are meant to watch alone. Now, can you watch them alone? Absolutely. I watch movies by myself all the time. But I feel like comedies are always best when you actually watch it with a group. I think what made Medina's Homecoming so funny was it reminded me the way that it was set up and everything, which, I mean, I guess it's set up like this across the board. It's very similar when it comes to Tyler Perry's um, productions. But it was it was play funny. That's what made it cool. It wasn't movie funny. Because his movies be cool, but they're most, more so like movie drama movies versus his plays were straight comedy with like long songs mixed in <laughs> and I felt like this the this movie was play funny and we haven't had that from Tyler Perry in a while so that was cool um it was something that was said in the movie that made a hint that 
you know, he's about to start coming with a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, um, I guess that's that'll be something that's to come. So, look, right, when it comes to that, this is what made me think about. I started watching Boondocks from the beginning, right? Cool. The The episode that I recently watched was talking about BET and how it pretty much was actually means uh, black evil television, I think. Um, so they were pretty much saying how BET, a lot of the shows that they play and a lot of the content that they put out is not for the advancement of black people the way that it should be or could be. And I couldn't help but agree because this is the thing. All of the movies and the, you know, the shows and stuff that they put out with all the drama and whatever. Cool. But I'm actually very disappointed over the years how BET has truly fumbled as a black entertainment Network, Like, I feel like they should have been so much. So when I'm thinking this channel is for black people, it doesn't only need to have the those type of movies. You know, it doesn't always need to need to have just baby boy and stuff like that. We also need to have like the Tyler Perry stuff should should almost be unless it's on a Tyler Perry network. Um, like a lot of his shows, for example, comes on. I feel like those are shows that could be playing on BT if BT was what it what it should be. Cooking shows, black cooking shows, should be on BT. Um, like shows that come on Home Network and stuff like that, that are ran by black people or feature black people, should be on BT. Like I feel like that network truly fumbled when it comes to what it could have been so if it's black entertainment television i feel like it needs to encompass everything not just baby boy i'm saying baby boy because that's just a movie that they play all the time but not just baby boy and movies like it but other things too like i feel like they really fumbled on what they were supposed to be and it could have been this big great thing at one point um you know that's the Kind of similar to what I'm describing. It could have been something like that in the past. I've never known it to be that. But it should have been way bigger than 106 in part. Like, I just, BET should have been so great. And still, it actually should be thriving right now. It should be thriving with the amount of content and art and everything that's being put out by black people right now. We are owning and dominating every lane. So for for our own personal lane or something that's supposed to be ours to just be what it is right now. It's not given. It's not given. And it should be. It just sucks. It really, really, really sucks every time I think about it. Because even everything is moving into this whole like streaming age, right? A lot of people are not on cable no more, including myself. Cool. It should be popping enough that BET should be its own thing the same way you got the hbo you got stars bet should be one of them but when you hear somebody say oh the movie was given bet they're not saying it in a good way you know what i'm saying it just sucks man it really sucks but boondocks episode was about that and it made me think about it because stuff like Medea homecoming and you know how he's about to start um you can tell he's about to start putting a lot of stuff on netflix like i feel like we should be popping enough where that that should be bet <laughs> child i don't even know who is really 
the owner of BT now? Like, is it the same as it's always been? Or is it now, like, like most stuff that starts off, like, is it owned by white people? I have no idea. No idea, child. No idea. In other news, I am very, very excited. So, um, somebody I used to actually go to school with is now a trainer. And I hit her up um, because I'm sick of <laughs> being lazy. Like, working out at home used to be something that I was able to do. But now it became something that I'm not able to do. And I actually need somebody in my ear pushing me. So I decided to hit her up and ask her about her services. And I start on Monday. And I am super excited, y'all. I'm really excited about it. Um... I have to go get everything required for like my meal plans and stuff like that. I'm just really hyped. I've never done anything like this. I know like years ago, me and my friend used to work out um, together. We used to go to the gym together, but that was years ago. And then after that, I was fine with working out by myself. That was something that I was cool with. But it got to the point where I just, I can't do it. I need that little extra oomph. And I feel like this will put me back where I need to be. I cannot wait to see, like, you know, just the difference that it makes. And honestly, when I'm actually being active, it which don't get me wrong, my schedule is crazy. So I'll be ripping and running. But actually working out, when I'm actually working out the way I'm supposed to be, I, I'm not gonna lie I feel better man I feel better I used to think people were lying you know because I've never understood how people could work out every day work out in the morning do this do that and they always talk about how good they feel and I'm like eh. but honestly I've never felt as good as I do when I'm actually involved in like I'm actually working out I've never felt that good it feels so great um my diet is actually already pretty it's 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 not bad it's not bad, right? I already eat a lot of vegetables. Have to get back on eating a few more fruits. Um, my water intake is good. And water intake, y'all, for the record, is not just about how much water you consume. It's also about the foods you eat and the water that is um, the water content in those. It's not just about sitting and drinking water every day, y'all. And then, you know, you, you eat McDonald's every day, but you got a cup of water. What are you, what is it doing? But... <laughs> It's about the food you eat, too. But, yeah, I'm just really hyped. This is something new. And I'm really excited about it, y'all. I'm really, really excited. Really, really excited. <laughs> Child, anyway, that's all I have for you today. Tune back in next Sunday. And also, keep a lookout on my IG if you don't follow it. Please follow it, okay? Because, um... Sunday Tea with Tay will be starting this month. Okay, so just keep a lookout for that because that's something additional that I'm very excited about. It's the brown girl out.